0: Neutral Zone is back with the Week 16 Bears recap against the Jaguars. We're going to let my man Sweeps here take over the almost Bears guru. So, Mr. Sweeps, what are your thoughts on this 41-17 Bears win?
1: It was just a tale of two halves. Really, the first half was really a little concerning. The Bears were playing down to their competition, and Chuck Pagano was just being Chuck Pagano. Um, Mitch just made more bad decisions. Uh, That turnover in the red zone was huge. They ended up getting three points back because Roquan Smith had that interception. But in the second half, things really kicked off. and He had three touchdowns. It really breaks the trend from earlier in the year. And things were just rolling on all cylinders. Um, Montgomery was Montgomery. He's been amazing. And I think Nagy is starting to turn things around here. Once he took a step back, things kind of have started to change for the better. What do you guys think about Matt Nagy so far in his role, reduced role?
2: Well, I think kind of no matter how this season finishes, I think he's kind of saved his job to an extent, especially if they find a way to make it to the playoffs. But even let's say they don't and they finish 8-8 and and miss the playoffs, I still think there's a legitimate argument to be made for them to keep him around. I think the way this team has kind of turned a corner here, has may- maybe given the front office a little bit of confidence in him, and I'll say this is the second time I think second week in a row where it seems like the Bears really made their opponent quit and give up. So they're kind of do- they've been dominating again. So it's good to see, I guess.
0: Yeah, over three years, even if they lose this next game, he'll have a record of twenty-eight and twenty, I believe. After three years, I think that that probably gets you a fourth year. You know, you're a double doink away from. You know, potentially a Super Bowl run there still going on. And with everything kinda going wrong this year and that whatever it was, it seems like an infinite game losing streak stretch. It just kinda feels like the Bears have played him back into getting at least one more year. I know you don't like to hear, I know you don't like to hear that for sure.
1: I mean, four games in a row scoring thirty points. That hasn't happened in a long time. So I mean I hate to say it, but he really is playing himself into another year. But I, th- I think it just all has to start with just taking that step back. I mean, When we look at the game from Sunday, Patterson wasn't involved in the running game at all. And I, Do you guys think he just finally understanding, now that he's not involved with the play calling 100%, that this is just good for the offense so he can take a step back?
2: Well, we knew the whole time he was kind of trying to force things that, really weren't working, and it seems now that he's given up play calling, all that stuff has been kind of cut out of the offense, and the offense has been more efficient. I don't think that's a coincidence at all, really.
1: Yeah, it's allowed him to make more adjustments and just focus on what needs to be done. Now, the other coach on the other side of the ball, <laughs> that's a different story. I mean, Chuck, Chuck Pagano, this defense has so much talent on it. And I say, I say, I've been saying this a lot, but it's just not performing to what the talent is. I mean, the soft coverages, the play calling, and we, got, we can also look at the scheme. Is the scheme a problem? Because we haven't been getting much pressure, and there's so much money on that side of the ball, especially with the pass rushers. We have big names, and they're just not getting to the quarterback. Do you think that this has something to do with the scheme?
2: I mean, I think it's got to at some point because I'd have to say, as far as front sevens go around the, around the league, I'd have to imagine the Bears have probably one of the most expensive units that there are. And like you said, they're not getting enough pressure. And that, that defense is not going to be up to the level it was in 2018 without getting pressure. And they have, they have the dogs to do it, and it's still not happening. So whether it comes down to the execution of the players or the scheme or probably a little bit of both, but it's just not working right now. So they need to right the ship in that regard.
1: Yeah, we haven't had much pressure really since Fangio left and one sack versus Mike Glennon, and that was on a linebacker, a blitz from Trevathan. Like, that's pathetic. Because I know when Mike Glennon played in this offense in Chicago, he was getting sacked like no other. So, yeah, this is this is a real big problem, so especially if we're going to make the playoffs. I'm still 50-50 on that. But if we do make the playoffs, this defense needs to really step it up if we're going to make any noise at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think any bear can, can probably admit they buried this team once they were, what, 5-7, and seven, losing that sixth game in a row. I had to, to imagine about every single Bears fan, buried them, didn't really see anything else happen this season. So I'm kind of looking at this like everything else that the Bears have going on right now is just a present. It's a gift. Because this season, <laughs> everyone thought it was over, but now they're back. So just be excited for whatever, I guess, happens from here on out.
1: That's also why I'm kind of reluctant. I know, I mean, I know I said you yeah, probably earned himself another year, but – he was a big part of the reason why we went on a six-game losing streak. So we shouldn't even be in this position to begin with, barely making the playoffs, if we even make the playoffs. We should have already locked up a playoff spot at least a couple weeks ago. So Matt Nagy's got his work cut out for him next week, and maybe in a couple weeks we'll see.
2: But yeah. So on a scale of like 1 to 10, how back in on this Bears team are you in terms of a playoff run?
1: Well, you gotta root for a playoff run now because uh what, eight wins, that's too much for a decent draft pick, so you have to be in. Now, how far am I in to think that they can make noise? I don't know. I really don't know. And not very high.
2: And then does that how much does that change with this upcoming game against the Packers this week? Let's say either they win or they play a close game and lose and still squeak into the playoffs. How much would that change that perception that you just stated?
1: I mean, if you win, you're definitely feeling a lot more confident going into the playoffs. And I just don't, I don't expect the bears to beat the Packers this week. I really don't just with everything. I mean, I know the offense has been clicking and everything, but the defense has really just let me down at the beginning of the year. The defense was rolling, and that Bucks game, we were just getting pressure like crazy. That's really the only reason we won that Bucks game. So until this defense can show me something, like, I'm really not very confident.
2: So are you more confident in the offense now than you are the defense? Is, is that what we've come to now?
1: <sighs> yeah, honestly, this defense has been very underwhelming the past five or six weeks. Yeah, I've, <laughs> we've really come full circle that I've had to say this. <laughs> the offense has really looked pretty decent. Now, I still have my concerns about Mitch, and we can get in that in a second. But the offense definitely has looked better than the defense.
0: You know, I don't know what really is going on, but this turnaround these past four games, and there's really – I don't have an ex- explanation for it. Um, What do you guys say? Well, these last three games, I just – Complete turnaround of the offense. you know, yeah, really... just from how bad they looked, not to cut you off and cut you off. The, the Vikings game, that was pretty bad. The Packers game, that was already over relatively early on. But just exploding, and not to say that the Texans, Vikings, or Jaguars have great defenses, but still you got to execute. If 36, 33, 41 is – doesn't matter who you're playing. That's an NFL team across from you. It's not because like it was the Lions who really didn't have a coaching staff. Uh, against the Buccaneers, but it's just unprecedented, really, from what we saw in that six-game losing streak.
1: It really has, to, it has a lot of things. Nagy giving up play calling, taking a step back and realizing everything that he's doing wrong. The, and that has to do with a lot with the offensive line and the scheme and just getting the right players in there. The interior has been light and day better than it was at the beginning of the year. And the tackles still need their work, but they're playing at least average or decent. And then Mitch has really – I just – Mitch's deep ball has been absolutely disgusting. It's terrible. And going forward, I just don't think you can have a quarterback in there that can't hit a deep ball. Uh, He missed about four or five guys last game by just sailing them, and one of those being Cole Komet wide open for a touchdown. I mean, Maggie has done a good job but doing what Mitch does well, and that's getting him out, using his athleticism, using bootlegs, the short, quick game, and passing. But, yeah, all of that involved, just doing what Mitch does well, the O-line and Nagy getting out of his own way, I think that's a big reason why the Bears offense has been successful.
2: Yeah, and you guys know how much I value a good offensive line, and I got to give – credit where credits due the Bears offensive line has been much improved it was so it was so terrible for a good part of the season and now it looks somewhat respectable I'm not sure how much that has to do with some of the opponents they're facing but as I always say you can only play the teams who are on your schedule and this offensive line has stood up stood up to the competition and I think that's leading the way for this offense right now
0: yeah, I'm just uh, a little, a little sad, a little disheartened that I've got to root against my boy Juan Castillo on Sunday. The one's gonna hurt, but we, we got to blow him out of the water. But um, I mean, the Bears blew him out. Like we said, tail two halves. The Bears completely dominated that second half, and they kind of ended that one in the hurry to start off that third quarter. But big news sweeps. So I want to get your thoughts on this huge Cardinals-Rams game. So even if the Bears lose, they're in if the Rams win. And it's looking like Jared Goff is out. John Wolford's going to start. The man who's never thrown a pass in the NFL. A man from Wake Forest. Can you guys even name five NFL players from Wake Forest right now? No one on the planet probably can. But anyways, Kyle Murray might also be out. It's hard to see him saying this one out with this game on the line. You say the same about Jared Goff, but he just had that surgery. Uh, sweeps. What do you think about this Rams-Cardinals game? Are you just saying, forget that, we got to do our own thing, we got to go out, control our own destiny, get this win? Is that uh, – let me, let me hear your thoughts on that. I, I know you were pretty vocal about it the
1: other day too. <laughs> Listen, I, of course you have to go and handle your own business, and that is the easiest way to get in the playoffs is handle your own business. Uh, after what happened – a couple weeks ago, versus the Packers. Unless the Deef can turn itself back two years, I just don't see how they can beat Green Bay right now. I mean, I know the Vikings did it, and that is something to look at. But I really think you've got to rely on the Rams to do business here. I just don't – I'm, I'm, I'm going to get shit for it, but I just don't see how the Bears can get, get out of this one.
2: I mean the one thing you got to look at though is this Bears team they control their own destiny. And I got to think that's one of the most motivating things for any football team is when you're back in the hunt and you're controlling your own destiny. You don't need the right uh pins to fall, you just need to win. So they're going to come in prepared, they're going to come in juiced. At the end of the day, will they have enough to get the W? I'm not so sure, but
1: I think you got to have a little more optimism there. No, if the defense was playing like it was at the beginning of the year, I would definitely be a lot more confident. But the de- did you, you guys saw what the Packers did to our defense the first time we played? They just got decimated. It was it was literally embarrassing. Keep going. <laughs> I know you love to hear this, <laughs> but it's the truth. If this defense can't get things under control, it doesn't matter. The Bears are going to put up thirty points. It won't matter because it'll be fifty to thirty. <laughs> I mean,
2: Packers do have the most effective offense in the NFL right now, and that's that's going to be a tough task for this defense. But like you've been saying, the Bears have the talent on defense where they could they can make things happen. So you never know.
1: They do have the talent, but they have not been showing it. And that guy you have a defensive coordinator isn't showing it either. Not to get into
0: a preview, but I got one question that's relevant to the game Sunday, upcoming game Sunday. Sweeps, what kind of weather do you think will most benefit the Bears for this Bears Packers game? Do you want a blizzard? Do you just want it to be super windy? Do you want it to just be 30 degrees and no wind, no rain? What do you, what do you think is going to be most
1: advantage for the Bears?
2: He wants bear weather.
1: Especially, well, what we just saw with the Titans game didn't seem to really affect green bay too much did it not
2: <laughs> no not not but so much
1: if anything would benefit the bears it would be anything to slow down rodgers in that passing game and so i would i would hope for snow a nice 20 30 degrees with a bunch of snow i think that would benefit the bears the most
0: i think another tornado is the bears best bet we saw what that did you know against the, the packers against the jaguars and the vikings the offense was you know, two of the worst games offensively all year. And that wind kind of slowed them down, not to blame it all on one thing. But I think that would probably be the Bears' best bet there. I don't think the Blizzard's going to help. They just dropped 40 in the Titans there
1: in that so snowstorm. Think i, I think it's going to be a big key in this game coming up?
2: Well, we're, we're going to see if Jamal Williams is back. But I think it's pretty obvious A.J. Dillon is going to be a weapon going forward that they want to use. That's why they spent the big-time draft capital on him. Uh, they got a lot of options on that offense, though, but he just adds another element to it. So, yeah, I think to some capacity the Bears will have to stop A.J. Dillon in the power run game.
0: Yeah, he played his way in the playing time, especially in this cold weather. He's going to get that. So any other comments about the Bears, Bears playoffs, Bears wild card? Bear, the Bears get the sixth seed. So got that sixth seed.
1: Yeah, who, who would we be playing if we got the sixth seed? Because if we got the six seed, it would mean we've beat the Packers.
0: The Buccaneers are all but locked into the five, so those six and seven is going to come down to the Rams, Cardinals, Bears, and then one, Should two, it be three. Seahawks?
1: No, not Seahawks. One, two, three
0: still up for grabs. Packers, Saints, and Seahawks could all get the one seed.
2: It's possible that the if the Bears win this Sunday. There's a slight chance it could be Bears Packers again the following Yeah, you could just
1: shut the door on any type of possible playoff on at that point. There's no way in hell the Bears would beat the Packers
0: two times. The yeah, they can, they can match up at 2 7. They can match up at 3 6. The Seahawks have the 49ers, and the Saints have the Falcons. And 49ers, the
1: 49ers and Falcons both looked good last week. I will say this if the Bears lose and somehow end up playing Green Bay again, I think that would, be the the, division, that, that would be the most beneficial because I remember Goat saying this. is You, you do not want to play a divisional opponent three times in one season. That is scary. Yeah, it's hard
2: to beat a team three so times. If
1: lose, we'd see you in the divisional because you yeah, would be so in the seventh that, seed. Yeah. That would mean we'd have to play probably the Saints. Yes. And most likely. We took the Saints to overtime. Remember? So it is possible if the defense can't step it up. But, yeah, that, that would be something, huh, that the Bears lose and then somehow eliminate the Packers in the divisional. That would be some kind of wives' tale. Yeah, that sounds pretty that?
2: stupid if you ask me.
1: But <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll be getting their comments about this game. The Bears' last 30 minutes
1: completely dominated. David nope. Montgomery, just a beast. Over 1,000 yards is just really surprising considering the start. Yeah, look at how and good uh, – sorry, you can keep going. Juan Castillo, are you going to say?
0: I was going to say, look at how nice Juan Castillo has been looking when you don't use a running, or a wide receiver or running back.
1: Yeah, that has a lot to do with Matt and Aggie, but five straight games with 100 yards and a touchdown. Hasn't been done since Arian Foster in 2014. So he's really been clicking.
0: All right, well, there you have it. There's no final comments. That's it for the Bears 41-Jaguars 17 matchup on Sunday. And the Bears do or die game week seventeen. I guess even if they die they could still make it to the playoffs, so maybe just a faint. Not a do-or-die game, a do-or-faint game, and wake back up in the wild card. But that's it for this recap. We'll see you guys later.